You're listening to The Camel Cast, where your hosts, Jackie Smith and Lisa Vogley. Hello, Camel fans. Welcome to The Camel Cast. I am your co-host, Jackie Smith, here with my co-host, Lisa Vogley. How are we doing, Lisa? Hey, hey, what do you say, buddy? How's it going? Doing all right. This is kind of weird that I'm like stepping up and starting the show off. I'm not going to lie. It's a little nerve wracking. I mean, we got to add some flavor to it, you know? Other yeah. people got to gotta hear that voice sometimes. But yeah. hey, we're rocking and rolling. It's uh, mid-September and we're cranking things out at Connecticut College. We're opening up our athletic facility today. The kids are out of onboarding quarantine. I mean, what a time to be alive, right? Uh, we got a lot of good things happening on campus. Um, but how are you feeling, Jax? Like, how's your I mean, team feeling? Yeah, I think they're all pretty fired up. You know, it's, it was, you know, slow going purposefully to make sure everyone was safe. Yep. So that was, you know, it's hard when you get on to a campus and you're so excited to see your friends and kind of get rolling. So it was hard to pump the brakes, but I think now that things are starting to open up, they can get into the athletic center, you know, start working out and, and doing their thing. I think everyone's just pretty, pretty fired up. And the fact yeah. that we are doing, you know, just crushing it with the testing and, and the COVID stuff. I mean, our, our testing protocol is just ridiculous and it's been so successful. So, I mean, all good here. I, I'm just really excited. Yeah, and even, even more excited to have our, uh, our guest today. Um, Christy Chapel, our head field hockey coach, is here. And um, really excited to start having a conversation with Chrissy. You know, um, it's fall time. It's, it's go time for field hockey. And I know this has been a, a pretty different year um for your group but I guess before we kind of dive into that Chrissy why don't we um chat a little bit about yourself where you where are you from how'd you get to con how long you've been here all that stuff so feel free have at it well first thanks for having me psyched to be here uh, man it's good to be back and I'll, I'll start with that in a whole different frame of mind these days than I was a, a couple months ago so uh really psyched to be here today and uh chat through this a little bit um, all right, so a little bit about me. I'm uh, originally from Connecticut, grew up in a small town, Killingworth, and uh, ended up going to the University of Connecticut, played field hockey there, major in education, went into teaching first, teaching and coaching, was actually a math teacher, taught some high school math for a few years, and then uh, decided, you know, my, my heart was more in the coaching than it was in the teaching, or at least the classroom teaching. So, uh, so I was really super fortunate to get the opportunity to coach uh, with Justine Sowery at the University of Massachusetts as an assistant coach for a few years, uh, get my feet wet in the college game, which was awesome. Um, after that, just uh, wanted to get my own program. So made the jump to D3 and also the jump to Ohio, which was quite a transition for somebody from the East Coast. <laughs> So uh, moved out to Ohio, took the head coaching job at Kenyon College, um, loved it, great place, but uh, my heart is in East Coast. So had to get back here and was fortunate to have an opportunity to try out the, the only division I hadn't yet, which was Division Two, and took a, the head coaching job at American International College in Springfield, Mass. 
Oh yeah, and baby. Her. Western Mass. Yeah. Western Mass. <laughs> um, loved it. Awesome experience. Got to got to do some different things at the D two level. Um, but that said, my experience at Kenyon it kind of solidified a career goal for me uh, that I wanted to be at a high academic institution in the NESCAC if I could, if that opportunity presented itself. Um, sitting in Ohio at Kenyon, I heard the names of the schools in the NESCAC, including Connecticut College, a ton in recruiting. And so it became the goal at that point that I get back to the East Coast for some personal reasons and then professionally, if I could get the chance to coach in the NESCAC, I would jump at that. And so I did get that chance and I was psyched to get the job here in uh, 2014. So I've now, I guess, just begun my seventh season which is crazy to think about, but time flies. So that's how I got here. Awesome. Awesome. Nice. And while you were talking, um, I know our, our listeners aren't seeing this, but we're currently on Zoom and I can see behind you. And it was one of the questions I wanted to ask. Not only uh, do you have a, a season, a, a different season ahead of you, but a, a a new uh, thing with the family happening. I can see like a baby wrapping something behind you so do you want to chat a little bit about that oh sure you know hey um thank you for the reminder that that's in the backdrop of my zoom um i've been i still am doing zooms with current students and recruits so it's good to know that perhaps i need to shift my camera angle a little bit <laughs> um but yeah super excited you know what a year it's been and um to to be fortunate enough to to be you know expecting a child in a in a world like this is is a little bit weird there's certainly stuff that's that's not the way it normally is but overall you know um such a blessing in the end that we got some extra time to to be at home and working from home for just my own health and uh, you know being able to to not be on my feet all summer like i typically would be I'm sure had to have paid dividends in terms of how I'm feeling now. So yeah, I mean, I guess what they would call the home stretch and thinking about where we could be in a regular season uh, where I'm hopping on buses and, you know, sitting on, sitting on buses for extended periods of time and all of that stuff. I would love to be doing that, but if it is not in my control to be doing that, probably is a pretty good year to be pregnant I guess <laughs> good timing and, uh, good timing yeah. <laughs> ended up to be pretty good timing so you know season you know competitive season or not I'm, I'm doing November so we're rolling along yeah awesome nice so do you want to fill our listeners in a little bit we've said it a few times how unique this year is but Connecticut College we're really fortunate that they worked extremely hard our administration over these past couple of months so that our students and athletes and our student athletes could come back in a safe manner. Um, fantastic testing protocol in place in order to do so. And a lot of policies and procedures, but we are one of the few schools that has our entire freshman through senior grades back. How is your team doing uh, without their technical technically competitive season but you guys still get to have practices and interactions with them fill us in a little bit about how your team is doing what kind of is their motivation and you know what's going on with them yeah I mean 
you know, let's start with they're just so happy to be back and around each other. You know, I think one of you guys said that already. And I think uh, it's just so amazing that the, the school put in such so many precautions and such a great protocol that we are back. And so first few days, you know, we're a little awkward. Uh, we are in small groups right now. So um, biggest challenge for me, I think, was navigating how to formulate the groups and work around class schedules. Uh, the class day is a bit longer than it normally is. So the time frame that we typically have uh, where there is a window for practice just couldn't exist this year. And we all understand that. Uh, so we're working within it. But basically, uh, the kids are on the turf for an hour, hour 15 as a small group. And uh, then an, another group will come through and then another group. So for us as a coaching staff, that's a lot. Uh, I kind of feel like I'm in camp mode, but hey, that's okay. Rather be doing that than staring at my computer screen. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, I think overall, they're just so happy to be there. So first few days out there on the turf, a little awkward, has been a little bit of time since they've been in a training environment. And whether that's uh, on, you know, in terms of fitness or in terms of just their hands being ready to, to play in drills and to play at game speed. And so we are now, I don't know, I think we're, I think this morning was our fifth day on the turf and it's, it's going as well as it could be going. We're, uh, we're getting better every day. And that's kind of one of the main focuses is just while we have this time to take a breath and just focus on us, that we have to be patient with ourselves, but also look at it as an, an awesome opportunity to really grow individually skill-wise and then as a team you know once we can build from that so so that's kind of the overall vibe is great you know I think it's an awesome break in their day that they get to be outside together and uh you know whether they're in an in-person class or they're in a zoom class it's still class and and there's a stress that comes with that so to give them an outlet to be together as a team and be on the turf I think is just absolutely amazing right now so so that's kind of the the way they're feeling, I think. Um, as we go into the, the next few weeks, as a coaching staff, trying to think about how do we keep them motivated when we're not playing with games, we are trying to kind of define a, a, I guess I'll call it a theme for each day of the week and try to stick to that. So for instance, I mean, I can just go through them quickly, but you know, so like Monday, I'm gonna put the practice plan in the hands of our leadership council. So we're calling that make it your own Monday. And then Tuesday, we're gonna do Tuesday's technical Tuesday. So focus on possession skills, passing skills, individual technique skills, goalkeepers really focus on their technique. Wednesdays are off day. So they recharge the batteries a little bit. Thursday will be the tough day, tough Thursdays for some fitness, some high intensity training, whether it's with a stick or without, um, just to really try to push that level a little bit. And then Friday, we chill, chill a little and we go into flow Fridays. We'll have some mindfulness, maybe a little focus on some well being, uh, just really checking in with all of our own uh, mental health a little bit. And then in our sport, we have flow drills. I'm sure lacrosse, basketball, you got similar things where you're kind of following your pass as you go through it. And so uh, that'll be the flow Friday type focus. 
And then Saturday, you know, hey, this time of year, Saturday's game day for us. So Saturday will continue to be game day. It's just going to look a little different. So right now, it's competition in our, within our team. One small group, another small group, individual skill-focused competition. As we transition, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, we get to go uh, play some scrimmage within our team, and then we can do more actual game-like stuff for competition and uh, they're super psyched for that. I can tell you, they were already asking me if they can wear uniforms mm -hmm. and uh, I love that idea. And I was like, hey, why not? We got two colors, let's do it. So, so that's the hope is that we keep, uh, keep the focus by kind of um, breaking the weeks up that way. Nice. I like, I like that a lot. Um, Thanks. <laughs> you know, I, no, seriously, I'm stealing that probably, uh, or at least some of that. Um, you know. I, you know, I was thinking as you were talking, like I, it's so, uh, I, it's so difficult. I can't even imagine being in athletes shoes and you, you guys both mm -hmm. went through it where your season is taken away. Um, I was fortunate to, ha to have my season last year and I don't know what this year is going to be looking like, but I got to imagine that it's such an advantage you know, right now for us at Con and for you at Con and for all of the fall sports to actually have your athletes here to be able to do some of this skill stuff. And as much of a bummer it is to to not have a season, at least that they're here and able to work on some skill stuff. So I love that, you know, you're keeping them organized and positive and that's, um, I got to imagine going to make huge dividends going forward and, um, you know, have you, have you been talking a lot? I know the recruiting aspect of things been very different as well. Um, and I, I'm asking, cause I'm not really sure what's, what's it looking like for your recruits in their seasons? Have they, are they going to be having their seasons? Do you know? Yeah. You know, I think, um, I think one of the thing, one of my taglines every time I'm talking to a colleague, you know, friend, uh, recruit, it's like, every two weeks we get different news, right? In the world we're in. So it's like, we work at it for two weeks, pick your head up, see what's changed. And um, so uh, my contact with kind of our top group of recruits is basically on a two week cadence. And so each, every two weeks, I think I'm getting a little bit different information. Uh, I ha we do talk about that a lot. And I think it's all state based and every state kind of has different ideas there's there's some different stuff out there um last i heard the state of massachusetts is playing eventually here but i think they're doing uh like shorter short um less numbers on the field like seven on seven. Oh wow yep. which uh is normally what we play in our overtime period uh but i heard they're doing seven on seven full field for regular duration which sounds really hard. Um, you know, normally that's a 10 minute overtime sudden victory uh, type deal. So, um, so I've heard that, you know, Pennsylvania, they're, they're pretty aggressive. So, so they're going back in, you know, full games. I think they can have a scrimmage at the end of this week. And then a couple weeks from now, they'll actually be able to play just regular full games. Um, Connecticut, I think, was kind of waiting a little bit till they heard some of the decisions that were being made about some other sports. But they got the news, I think, that they're going to play starting in October. Um, so it seems like they're coming back, and the kids are super excited about that. It seems like the 
the oddest, the, the most different thing for recruits in the way their world is right now is navigating kind of the hybrid school model because a lot of them are in school for certain days and out of school remote for other days. And so, but then their sport has practice. And so trying to figure out how that works uh, or if it's a game day, but you're a remote student that day, you know, just the logistics of that type of stuff. Um, but just like everything, I think they're just so happy to be playing again. Yeah. Um, so what was your, uh, how was your summer leading into fall recruiting uh, in case any of your, you know, recruits are listening <laughs> or, you know, you're probably the very similar to me where there, or all of us where NESCAC has not allowed us to be doing any sort of in-person recruiting, but there was that whole virtual world. Um, can you talk a little bit about where you're at in your recruiting in case a recruit uh, wanted to hear or get a little bit more information on that? Sure. Um, and if you're still recruiting 21s, if you're moving into 22s, things like that. Sure. Um, yeah, man, it was certainly an interesting summer and a lot of time spent in front of a, a computer screen. Um, but that said, I think it was I think it was a really, a really good summer in that way. And I spent a lot of time with our top group of 21s and I'm still waiting for, we've gotten a few decisions that have gone our way. So I'm psyched about that, but we are still actively recruiting for our 21s. Um, just a few, a few of them, you know, the, the, there, a lot of people are down to two or three schools, which is awesome. Um, and they're just, you know, I think all of them are hopeful that the schools they're looking at are going to open up enough that they can get like that one last look and really in some way step foot and be like, cool, this is the place for me. Um, I just keep advising them that I hear you. I know I have to be patient, but you might have to wrap your brain around the fact that that might not happen. And uh, I get it. That's really difficult. You're making a really big decision. But for most of the kids I'm recruiting, I mean, the schools that they're splitting hairs between are all really, really good academic schools. So it's not like there's a bad choice. They've got great choices and it's just, they just have to make one. And it's a tough time to do that. So I totally understand. Um, but yeah, no, I think it was a great summer. I did a ton. I was on Zoom calls, like we did some full group team um, Q&A sessions with prospects and we've been kind of trying to be creative uh, we did some, some breakout room Zoom sessions where things were a bit more focused on certain aspects of the college. Uh, I think those, I got a lot of really positive feedback from that. And so as I come into the fall, trying to think, you know, what could I do to really extend that knowledge of the school and provide a little bit different um, side of things. And so now that we got the team, the team back on campus, I'm trying to motivate them and then get them uh, moving on kind of, you know, a day in the life now that they're back. Let's see what that looks like, even if it looks a little different, but you know, here I am on campus eating lunch with my friends. Here I am going to class. This is what my dorm room looks like. Trying to get that time, type of uh, video put together. We're trying to put together some footage. I think Tuesday next week, we're getting um, a little footage from our practice. So throw together some highlights give recruits a sense of what that looks like when you're out on the turf. And um, we've even started coming up with a way to have what we would call, I suppose, a, vis a virtual official visit. And we had our first one yesterday, you know, fully Zoom, but we had a professor represented. We had someone from our awesome career center represented. 
um, and someone from one of our academic pathways and it was phenomenal. It went very smoothly and uh, finished off with a Q&A with our athletes. So um, hopefully those will keep going well. Uh, everybody on campus has been super great in terms of accepting the offer to participate. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of the way we're rolling. Um, 21s, we are still recruiting. We're pretty far along in kind of our top list, but that's not to say, you know, if somebody's listening, and man, I hope recruits are listening to this. That'd be mm -hmm. awesome. Um, <laughs> so if you are and you're 21, reach out to us. And uh, the more, if you have some video, that's the big thing these days. We definitely need video. So uh, try to round that up and send it with your initial inquiry. That'd be awesome. 22s, if you're listening or younger, never hurts to start now because we have started transitioning into that class. Nice. Yeah, I've always, I, I feel like, um, you know, throughout the summer, you know, you and I, have, we've all really, all the coaches have been trying to be as creative as we can, you know, with all kinds of stuff. And you've done a, you know, a phenomenal job of just like, putting all different kinds of things together and just thinking outside the box. And I think, I think uh, as much as we're as coaches thinking outside the box, I think it's taken, at least in my opinion, some recruits and families to recognize that, okay, th this is not going to be <laughs> the same and we got to start thinking and being okay with thinking outside the box and making decisions that are, you know, visits and things like that are just going to be different. So um I think everyone's starting to come to terms with that a little bit. And, you know, we're just, well, lucky. I don't know if I am, <laughs> <laughs> I miss my in-person yeah. recruiting meeting days. I mean, just it's, it's hard. I'm just kidding. It is hard and you have to adjust, right? Life of a coach and life of an athlete. I'm yeah. kidding everybody, <laughs> but no, I mean, gosh. it's true. It's true though. It's hard. Like it is. Cause you know, that's, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. your selling point. If I was sitting in coach Vogley's office in front of you, man, of course I want to play for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hums oh, up man. alone. Let's go. <laughs> so but. it's just, it's just hard. It's uh, but again, I think we're lucky in the fact that we are coaching at a, a college that's so, like the community feel is so great. You know, I just feel like everyone's kind of on the same page in regards to like, let's help each other out. What can I do to help, you know, Chrissy land a recruit? What can I do to, you know, help the lacrosse team with academics? What can I do for the women's basketball team? Like it's just, everyone's willing to help. It's such a cool environment to be a part of. Um, and, and kind of segueing a little bit, but a little bit on that in regards to like what the college has been doing this summer I know Chrissy you know you and I have had many conversations in regards to like some of the things that the college is doing with the social justice movement um, and I know you're part of the white colleagues committed to dismantling racism at Khan um, and do you want to do you want to chat a little bit about what you've been doing there and what the work that's been done with that group and um, yeah if, if you wanted to chat about that a little bit Sure. You know, I mean, you know, let's, let's be honest. I coach a sport that's, that's pretty, uh, pretty biased towards white, uh, white women. And so just starting at recognizing that, I, mean, I think that's something that's been, you know, n that's not news to anybody. <laughs> that's been the way it's been for a long time. And um, in, within our sport, I think it's been, uh, let's just say it was just like, oh, well, that's just the way it is. It was just, that's the status quo. And, and there were some efforts to change that, but nothing that took hold real well, or at least up until now. Um, and so, you know, when, when all of everything started happening and the conversations came back, um, 
I think I, as a coach of field hockey, was bombarded with stuff from our campus and then in just some thoughts about our sport, a lot of conversations on both sides. So I uh, got an email about from a group of professors that wanted to take the opportunity to create a group of white colleagues, uh, professors working to change uh, some of the stuff that, that's going on at Con. Just, uh, you know, not in terms of necessarily policies and things like that, but just the vibe of campus and how we're supporting all of our students. And, uh, you know, in this case, specifically the uh, students who aren't white and uh, don't look like me or Lisa or Jackie. So, um, so really wasn't sure what I was getting myself into by, by raising my hand and jumping into that group. But it's been a really interesting experience so far. We right now are, are meeting monthly, uh, still through Zoom right now. Uh, we, over the summer, have read a few different things. And uh, initially, I think they thought we'd read a book a month and kind of roll through that. And I think there was some really good plans. But the first book that we chose is, a, is one that needs more than a month. And uh, that is Me and White Supremacy. And that was mine. I, I'd never heard of that book. So, you know, my own ignorance, but opening up that book, starting to read through it, first couple chapters, you know, it's a 28 day challenge. And so it's a uh, kind of do something every day and there's some journaling that's part of it. And it became really clear to me in, in working through that, that this is a book you read more than once. And, and it's a book that's gonna really get at your core, the way you were brought up and, you know, not, and there's nothing wrong with the way you're brought up, but just educating you to what you may not even realize is inherent in the way you act, the way you speak, some of the preconceived just bias that you, you don't even realize you have. So, um, so the good news is that this group all felt that way. And so our most recent meeting, it was, let's talk about it a little bit. And then the next meeting, it said, all right, let's take a chapter or two, kind of a chunk of time and uh, focus on that book for the remainder of the semester. So we're really gonna get to work on that. And uh, there's a lot of people, I think, uh, you know, Jackie, you're in that group too. So you've been on the, on, the, on the calls with us and it's a big group of faculty, which is just, I mean, that alone is an awesome thing to see. So that's gonna be really interesting. And I'm excited to bring some of that back to my team uh, because we are a team that's mostly white we, uh, we've had a few conversations to lead into the semester and as far as what can we start just thinking about that we then can translate into supporting students of color on our campus, athletes of color, and uh, trying to make some really positive change and using our, our student athlete status to, to do that. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of the group on campus. I'm also really excited, as I said, um, that our sport has taken a pretty solid pause to say, this is not okay. And, and we need to make some change like immediately. And so uh, two groups have sprung up. One is the Blackfield Hockey Network and a ally of that is the Anti-Racist Field Hockey Working Group, which I'm also a part of. So raised my hands in a few places here and it's uh, made for a lot of, a lot of work, a lot of meetings, but 
it's all for good. And, and I think it's so, so worth it and excited to see, you know, as we start taking action and moving forward with different aspects within our sport and then on our campus, what change is going to happen. And it's, it's, it's all positive. That's awesome. Well, um, I'm, I'm just always so, uh, inspired by you and like your, your, uh, constant, um, work to get better. Like, you know, you're just like always like, Hey, there's this, um, coaching clinic happening here and there's this woman's leadership thing going here like you're just constantly getting better and so for those that are listening and hopefully there are some recruits listening I mean it's it's just so impressive to be to have someone in your in your hallway that has so much experience like you do to then to not just be like hang your hat on your experience you're just constantly getting better and trying to grow it's it's inspiring for sure so um so what do you think, Lise? Oh, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> kind of speechless by that. Oh, man. Sometimes I feel like I raise my hand too much. And, uh, but, you know, it's all, it's all good. It's all good. I appreciate you saying that. That, that, that means a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Well, uh, what do you think, Lise? Time for our favorite spot? Your call, my friend. Your call. Uh, you let's, ready? Let's do it. Hot. <laughs> rapid fire. Hot seat. Oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> you ready for it? <laughs> maybe i don't know <laughs> they're not that bad, not that bad. <laughs> all right here we go i've thought of new ones Ooh, all right not, yes not really not really <laughs> all right christy here we go get to uh getting to know you a little bit more than just the coach soon to be mom wife all that other stuff let's tell our listeners some uh fun things favorite movie jerry mcguire okay Show me the money. I, I was waiting money. for you to do that, Jackie. <laughs> I was going to leave it up to you. <laughs> um, what were, or if you had any like pregame superstition things as an athlete, and then do you have any ones now as a coach? I was actually just talking about this the other day. Um, it's a very simple one. During the national anthem, I always take time to uh, say, you can call it a prayer, I guess. Um, but I, I say a few words for everyone who is serving for our country. And then I take some time to, uh, say something about anyone in my family or friends that might need a little love. And then I make a wish for a competitive game, fair game and well fought. So that's kind of it. Okay. Very cool. I think I'm, I'm too bit. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm thinking about at the initial. <laughs> I'm like, what defense are we supposed to be running? What offense are we running? Maybe that's so why fun. I do it. It's like my way to like not think about everything else that's about to happen. Right? That's so good. I'm going to steal that one too. <laughs> uh, Sour Patch Kids or Gummy Bears? Yeah, easy. Sour Patch Kids all the way. Certain kind? Uh, certain kind? Red, like regular. Oh, she uh, just went red hard. Boom. Red, oh, red, red okay. orange. I got to say no to the yellow green, but red, orange all the way. Okay. Um, you kind of touched on this in your intro that you were in education and math teacher prior, but if you weren't coaching and you weren't a math teacher, what would you be doing? <laughs> oh man. If I had the ability, I think I'd be on sports center as like uh Aaron Andrews like a sideline correspondent or well they're I all think I'd want to oh wow good question good question 
I think back in the day, I'd say it would have been want to be on the desk as a sports center anchor, but man, I think it'd be pretty sweet to, to be on the sidelines. Um, and if I could pick a sport, college basketball all the way. Okay. Um, fun fact about yourself that nobody really knows. Well, you know, you're talking to a pregnant lady, so my brain goes there. Um, <laughs> that's not the fun fact. Uh, man, I'll go with the fun fact being that I was born uh, eight weeks early. Okay. And, yeah, and weighed three pounds. Oh. Yep. So here I am. Yep. Here you are. Uh, one of your favorite places that you've traveled to? Oh, St. John, U.S. Virgin Islands, honeymoon. So if I were to ask beach or mountains, it sounds like we're beach. Beach, <laughs> beach all the way, but I do like them. I do, I'm a skier too. It's just been a long time, but if I had to choose, definitely beach. Okay. Few more. If you were a superhero, what would your powers be? A redo button. Feel a redo. Like an undo? Like, like a, a re, like a re, yeah, like the, like a reset button. When okay. I, when I do the wrong, do something I wish I could redo or do better. Okay. Uh, if you could give us three words to sum up your coaching style, what would they be? Teacher, positive, competitive. Nice. Yo, people. All right. Last one, only because you are pregnant and mom to be, what are those cravings? Pickles and ice cream or what? Tell, tell the world what your cravings are right now. Oh, if you're man. having it, if you're man. having it. I, I wish I had a, an answer for that. That was super interesting. Um, I really don't. I have had, you know, maybe it's the quarantine and, and being stuck at home, but ice cream. But I mean, who doesn't crave ice cream in the summer, right? Well, I'm not pregnant, but I eat it every night. So. <laughs> yeah, right. So, I mean, you know, in a normal world, am I eating ice cream every night? No. Uh, am I doing that now? Eh, maybe not every night, but close. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So I, I don't think I've had anything super weird. Just, uh, I keep waiting. It would be nice to have something because I get asked that all the time and nothing that like I normally am like, no way, I'm not eating that. And, and now you should I'm just start eating. coming up. You should just start saying like chalk or something crazy <laughs> just to make people go like, what? Yeah. They're like liverwurst, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like what? <laughs> Sorry. Right? I can't with uh, that. I, it's funny. I have a couple of friends who are pregnant and I asked them that, and I guess it, I don't want to say it's like an old wives tale, but okay. they're like, you don't really have, they're like, I don't really have any cravings. I was like, well, I crave Oreos every night. So I can, I hope that the reverse <laughs> would happen to me if the day comes, but oh, it kind of sounds a, like it's, yeah. I don't want to say it's an old wives tale, but I've heard more of my friends say that they're like turned off to things in the beginning. <laughs> okay. Um, so I don't know, but I was just curious if there was like anything, like a pickle at 12 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that. I think I was super lucky. I didn't have morning sickness. So God bless oh, everybody else because oh, I good. did not. So I got super lucky, but I got to be honest, Jackie mentioned Oreos not that long ago and you just mentioned them again. <laughs> so man well, get if yourself i have not a bag had an oreo <laughs> you have to get the oreo thins the latte ones unreal whoa that is a whole new world of Oreos. telling you I didn't my know that was a mind blown we're gonna have a hallway competition we decided jack and i have tiktoks and oreo taste testing <laughs> talk about a fun department and then <laughs> and then go into an annalise workout <laughs> Now yes, we're now. That sounds amazing. I'm going to need to do I 17 like of her workouts. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, 
Listen, Chrissy, this was awesome. Um, we know you got a lot on your plate right now with the team and your own stuff going on. So we appreciate you taking this time to talk with us, talk to our listeners and to share not only what you're doing and how great you're doing it, but kind of where you're at and where your team is at. Connecticut College right now is, I keep telling our kids what a privilege it is to be back. Um, I'm asking, you know, our kids, as we already know, lost the season, but what motivates them to be here and what motivates them to wear a mask and to be socially distant. And I think, you know, they're just all so grateful to have this opportunity to, you know, be in an environment that is as normal as possible. And so I know your kids are going through it, but they seem like troopers. Um, all of our kids kind of are friends and, you know, and passing and things like that. So, you know, cheers to field hockey and getting through this fall and having the best ride that they possibly can. But thanks for joining us today and sharing and dropping some knowledge for all of our listeners and us. Thanks for having me. Super fun. I hope you have me back someday.